Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs, a show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at Shani B Movies. And I'm your other host, Cisco, aka Misfit Minded. And you can find me on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit and at my movie pages at Misfit underscore Minded on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Before we get into The Raid, which is our movie today, I do want to talk Ambulance. Uh, as I've been pronouncing it with the hard LA. Exactly. I need to know your thoughts, feelings. I, I have to process it with you. Tell me what you think. Yeah. You know, I'm not a huge Michael Bay fan. So I reluctantly, you know, my friend invited me to come see it. And I was like, I do love, I love Jake Gyllenhaal and, and everything pretty much. So maybe we'll see and um you know i thought it was it was pretty good like compared to like the last 10 plus years or so of stuff that i just i could not stand you know watching from michael bay like five transformers movies and six underground (laughs) like just shit that's like you know the the awful humor and the the quick cutting and like the incomprehensible action all that stuff that i usually cannot stand like for some reason in this one i thought it was like more toned down which is crazy to say because like jake (laughs) gyllenhaal is like coked up the whole time and he is going he is going crazy with like the drone shots but that being said like I'm telling everybody, like, once it gets to the ambulance, I feel like then it becomes like a kind of a low down thriller. And I liked, you know, toned down more mid budget Michael Bay than, uh, you know, CGI, just everything Michael Bay, which is, you know, so in that sense, I think it is an improvement. I won't say it's a great movie. It's stupid as hell. But if you're just looking for like a dumb action movie with like really amazing actors you know yaya abdul mateen jake gyllenhaal uh gonzalez Gonzalez. oh so good they they all killed it and like you're you're either gonna be in on this movie or you're not like because like i said the story is just nothing and uh it's really dumb once you think about it for more than a couple seconds but (laughs) if you just if you just go in and you see it in a theater which is like the way you should go to see this movie and you're you want just car chases galore shootouts galore bank like like I, I i sold it to someone yesterday in my easter family party i was like it's like a heist movie uh a chase movie and a cop movie all rolled into one <laughs> like so if that if, if that sounds appealing to you like then you should see it and like again the humor doesn't all connect the dramatic beats michael bay does not know he's not a director that knows how to pull off the character beats like other directors would action directors would but nope someone got him a drone michael bay a drone and some of those shots are like amazing like that he you know just drones going beneath cars flying and like into explosions and like stuff that you haven't seen where it almost felt like michael bay was like you know what i'm sick of people calling christopher nolan the king of action i'm about to take my fucking crown back (laughs) like it it, some of these these scenes it was like he had a chip on his shoulder it seemed like so i don't know i like like i said i thought it was pretty good not the best action thing i've seen but Compared to, like I said, I I really have not liked a Michael Bay movie since like 
the first Transformers, maybe? What was that, like 2007? Uh, yeah. so, which I thought was, again, like pretty good. I, did, I didn't really love that one either. But a lot of people like are, are claiming this is like some massive return to form for for Michael Bay. I don't I don't <laughs> quite see it as that, but like Not it's quite. better than the last ten years is what I can say. So I would recommend people to go to see it. I mean, I, I saw it with a bunch of friends. We were laughing our asses off at several parts. Yes, and just yep. enjoying, and we enjoyed ourselves. So I mean, what more can you ask? Uh, but yeah, what about you? Oh, I I agree with almost, like everything that you said, right? Like yeah. he pulled out all the stops. He yep. did some things with drones and with the filmmaking that only he can do. So there are isms exactly. in there that I think we all love and want to see. It just is also, like you say, you know, not great storytelling, not so good <laughs> at the emotional pieces. I think my favorite part is, <laughs> is when he says like, um, you know, I was going to be a doctor until I got hooked on speed. And I was like, oh, my God, Michael Bay is so old. He's so old. He's he's talking about speed. No one exactly. does speed anymore, man. Like, oh, no. How about the several references to Michael Bay films in this movie? <laughs> I think, yes, that's my second favorite. Because I guess I get what people are saying with the return to form or whatever. He's definitely yeah. attempting to go back to, like, what he used to do before the Transformers just totally derailed him down, like, a rabbit hole of CG, which he has struggled to come back from. But I think he did a good job with because it didn't feel like it was as heavy CG wise as his other movies have been. So yeah. I definitely appreciated the well, amazing. Not very like, noticeable compared yes. to like, like we were saying Transformers where cars are <laughs> transforming into <laughs> people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, the cars are just getting crashed into and exploded and. Like just when the Mexican gang cart the cartel shows up at the end, like yes, there's so many yes, subplots oh. in the movie that I was like, I don't know where the fuck we're going next. He's but going. All of it is insane. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He, it's like almost. It's like two and a half hours long, which is insane. Oh, it's way and too long. It's true. He way too long. Yeah, he does all the the practical stuff again, which I do really appreciate the the um squibs that are just like exploding out of people when they yeah. get shot oh yeah <laughs> so good and what i missed about michael and our those... r-rated action movie mm-hmm. which is like becoming exactly. more and more rare i mean from the opening bank robbery stuff where like there's it's, it reminded me of heat honestly like i felt he honestly yes. he was definitely yes. inspired by heat you know with just how loud it was and how the oh. cops were cops were dying in several parts of this but like cops were getting blown yes. up and shot at and it was yeah, the uh it was intense it was sweeping around yeah it was uh, yeah, awesome like it was it was it was surprising to see uh you know but i think once you get a, a cast of actors that are that are this good um and can kind of bring their own thing to it like i heard uh you know, he he allowed a lot of improv from Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya. And, yeah, he did. And, and you can definitely see it. I mean, like, I don't want to give away like a lot of the stuff. But like I said, go see it because it does. It's not doing great in theaters right now. And, you know, like I said, I'm not a huge Michael Bay fan. But like, I want to see more of this mid tier, mid budget action to. film. Like, this is what yeah. you go to the movies to see. It's not like a classic whatever action film you're going to be like 
talking about for generations to come. Like, no, you just this is the type of thing where people used to go and and drove to the theater and have fun. And like it was fun. It was a fun experience. Like it's it was like, yes, uh, like impulsive and loud. And yeah, it was it was it was crazy. It was it was it was was an experience. It was definitely an experience. Like most Michael Bay movies are. Yes. My entire theater was so immersed in it. And like throughout the film, we were all laughing together. It was amazing. It was as if we all knew how to watch Michael Bay movies together. At one part, uh, might be my favorite line of the movie. Jake Gyllenhaal says, because uh, a lot of these lines are just screamed at each other too. Like it's uh, there's yes. like no just like t- convert. It's all just yelled at. And he was like, <laughs> well, yeah, well, I have herpes. And so that, uh, we're stuck with what we got. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't know what to do with that. I was like, what is happening? But that did feel like a little vintage Michael Bay, you know? That's, yeah, that, Michael that Bay's cringe humor. Edge. <laughs> yes, yes. The cringe humor and the crass edge is like vintage Michael Bay for sure. But yeah, I'm I'm glad you had a good time with it because it's pretty easy to enjoy just at face value. And it's definitely meant to be seen in the theater. Yeah. And it, did you like, uh, real quick, did you like everything, everywhere? I'm about to see that tonight, I think. So I just wanted to get oh, your quick, it, quick thoughts on yes. that. Yes. You're going to love it. It is okay. one of the best movies I've seen yeah. in like a long ass time in terms of like being so creative and crazy and innovative. So I think it's just, it like blew my mind. And I think of it often since I've seen it. I think you're going to love it. I can't wait yeah. to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. I know. That's what, that's what I've been hearing. Like the hype is very real. Everyone, it's like, Rotten Tomatoes so is like good. super high and everyone's saying how good it is. So, um, I mean, yeah. we, we're Michelle Yeoh stands, you know, go check Fuck, out yeah, we are. last week's uh, episode. We posted Let's go. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2, uh, also starring Michelle Yeoh. Uh, yeah, very pro yo uh, here on Movie Buffs. <laughs> pro yo for sure. <laughs> 100% pro yo. <laughs> yes, that's so, a hashtag yeah. we'll start. That's pretty good. <laughs> And then the only nice. other thing I seen was uh, Fresh, which uh, the yes. that Hulu horror movie, which I, again that was like kind of the same same vibes uh, of Ambulance, where I was like, it's not the greatest horror movie I've seen, but for just a streaming, pretty fun, you know, twisty fun uh, thing that I, I I went went into it not knowing anything about it. Uh, it mm-hmm. was funny. It was funny. I had a good time. <laughs> uh, Sebastian Stan is always down to make the weirdest choices in his his he's roles that he's been doing the past couple of years. So he I just saw him in, as uh, Tommy Lee in the, the Pam and Tommy show. And so it's just like, man, this yes. guy just will, he wants the craziest shit. He wants the, but it, it, it always seems like he's having fun though. So it's, I, yes. I always enjoy seeing him, you know, and then before that it was like Falcon and Winter Soldier. So he's just, that guy is working his ass off. Like, He's a yeah, and a lot in the past couple years. Yep, he is a real, yeah, he's a real actor's actor. One of those people who is like, I'm here for the work. I want the cool projects. I want the cool characters. And he is so good. I just love, yeah, I love that you don't know what to expect from him, and he can play good and bad in such a Mm -hmm. way that I was really excited by what he did in Fresh. I like wanted it to be a little campier. But he was so good at it. (laughs) That was one of my complaints. Like I wanted, especially the third act, I was like, you Mm -hmm. guys set this up so beautifully. 
if only you just went that much crazier in the third you, yes. you you like you built up all the trust in me where you could have just went completely fully off the rails in the third act mm-hmm. and i would have been okay with it and they kind of played it safe i feel like and i, I don't know if that was like a you know producer's note or whatever it just it, yeah definitely felt a little sanitized in the in the last like third of it which was like ah oh, bummer uh, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. So, but uh, you know, like I said, still, still really enjoyable <clears throat> uh, horror horror experience there on Hulu, and that, that you can just boot up right now. Anyone who has Hulu, uh, fresh, it's like let's a go. Quick, you know, I forget, like an, like two hours maybe. It's, it's like, like one forty, I think. Yeah, one forty. Like, yeah, it was very, it was very quick, and you know, like very enjoyable, and um will make you not want to date again. So uh, <laughs> not like yeah, I needed more yeah. reinforcement of that, uh, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but it's Fresh just definitely guys, will do the job for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's guys just, are the be, worst. Just be mindful. <laughs> just, yeah, they can be very charismatic and hide a lot yeah. behind their eyes. So just be mindful out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, my gosh. Any guy that tries to pick you up in the produce section, like red flag right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Don't never trust somebody at the grocery store. You don't know what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, but let, you want to get into uh, the raid? I think it's time. I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh, same. Okay. Today we're talking about the 2012 film, The Raid, as it marks its 10-year anniversary. If you haven't seen it, it's about a SWAT team that gets trapped in a tenement run by a ruthless mobster and his army of killers and thugs. And it is fucking awesome, um, obviously. So yeah, tell me about your relationship to this movie. You know, what do you love? What do you love? Yeah, exactly. There's like really nothing to hate about this movie. So doesn't nothing. doesn't apply to this one. Um, we did The Night Comes For Us uh, on the, mm-hmm. you know, on the, when we were just stere- strictly stereo uh, show. And, um, you know, we both were like, holy shit, like these guys, uh, Eco and and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. I have him on your Joe. show, though. Joe Taslam. Yeah. 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 He they just they're they're the best they're the best at action right now uh anytime you see their their name attached to it you can pretty much guarantee it's going to be you know top-notch action so this was like probably the first thing i've seen with them in it and which like you know put their name on the map uh so yeah this was this was one like i don't even remember i just it was just like i think word of mouth just like hearing about it and like dude you have to see the raid have you seen the raid yet you had to see the raid and you know finally (laughs) seeing it and just being like holy shit like you know there hasn't been a lot of video game great video game uh adaptations into movies but i feel like this even though it's not a video game is like the best we'll probably ever get like it's because the story you know it's again not a great story it's like pretty thin uh but (laughs) like if it, it, it's, it's like the closest I can I can say to like playing Call of Duty or you know one of those games where it's like every shot is like over the shoulder or close ups. They're not cutting mm-hmm. constantly during the action. Like you're seeing every hit, every punch, every flip, every like uh, you know weapon going through into somebody. Like it's just insanity. It's pure insanity for like again like an so hour creative. and forty minutes or fifty minutes. Yeah, and so. Um, I love it. I love it. And we'll, we'll get into like specifics uh, of it. But like just the fact that 
again the video game format of every level they have to go up and it's it gets like increasingly harder like that's that's donkey kong that's like that's a video game where it's (laughs) like you got to get to the top and you got to beat the the final boss and uh that's that's what they do so um yeah i i think it's one of the best action movies to come in like probably the past like 20 years it's up there with like the matrix and you know whatever you want to say like the best action mission impossibles all those um and the choreography Mm -hmm. and stunt work is just you know top tier next level uh what about you though Oh, I love it. I mean, I love being reminded that it's a Sony Pictures classic that always gets me laughing right before it starts thinking this is like an independent cinema piece that was brought to the international community. And I'm so grateful for that. So that always kills me. But I guess I, I'm torn because I wish I didn't have to watch a dubbed version. But then I also guess... I want to be able to see everything, but it's not like they're like really talking during the the best parts of the movie anyway. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. it's give or take strange because the dub always pulls me out. You know, I, I would prefer to read and just like hear the performances as is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thankfully in this movie, it's not I don't really need to hear the story, as you pointed out. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this movie is just so gnarly and it has so much creative filmmaking and action. And it's just so thrilling. You know, it's like you cannot look away for a second. Mm-hmm. And that's just so hard to do. But these guys, it feels like they don't stop the entire time and it's it's just the best kind of exhaustion by the end when you're like oh man we're almost there fuck we got to get this guy and you know they've been fighting for so long so many people so many knives oh i i fucking love it it i love how everybody in this movie is equally as amazing a fighter as the Mm -hmm. two main dudes and they all just look so good fighting each other i love it love it so much That's a, that's such a bummer that I was wondering about that if they would offer the the subtitles on HBO and that they don't because mm-hmm. um yeah I have the Blu-ray and when I first I just pressed play and it went with the uh, the dubbed version like that was the the stand like the automatic thing they went to and I was like uh hell no and I had to like go in there and put, like try and and do like mess with the settings and finally got it to get subtitles on there but i'm just like come on man like i get it like (laughs) like you said sony pictures classics but uh you know that's always (laughs) going to be like the preferred you know version is is like the subtitles um because yeah when when it first played and it was like you know the it took me out immediately like you said like it was like i love you honey and it was like an english guy (laughs) i was like oh god like nope not doing this (laughs) yeah back to the menu back to the menu (laughs) it's just it's (laughs) it, it takes me out like you said it takes me out it's the perfect way to to put it um I was just going to say, I guess what's kind of awesome about this movie is you almost you could like watch it on mute and it would still be effective and you could still tell where the story was going. Like it, it's that good of a film in general, because even though it's chaotic, you understand what's happening, whether or not you listen to what they're saying to each other. You know, you can like make out what's going on because the action ties everything together so well. You, I mean, I didn't even put this in the notes, but I literally had the same thought like while watching it, like this could be a silent movie. Like you really don't need any dialogue, any like Mm -mm. maybe like some like uh, caption on the in the middle just to say like, you know, where you are and like what floor they are on, something like that. But like it's right. That's yeah, you don't need it. The action tells the story. Um, you know who's the bad guy just on how they look, the long hair and the the grimy look. And, you know, the good guys are the cops because they're all in black and wearing the helmets and the 
the the um, gloves and pads and all that stuff. So, yep. so yeah, that, I mean, that's I, I was th- I had the exact same thought while watching it um, just because the action yeah. speaks for itself. You don't need any dialogue. Yes, yes, especially because they set the tone like right in the beginning there showing you that the big bad is like such a monster simply by just showing a single scene where he like executes a bunch of guys and he's just fucked up and he doesn't even really need to say anything. It's like you see him doing that and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know, it's amazing. One Mm -hmm. scene and then the, Mm -hmm. the part where the last guy, he runs out of bullets and he's like, hold this for me, puts the gun on the guy's shoulder and gets a hammer and he's like where were we like i was like oh this fucking guy like just yep. the worst like type of of evil villain like that uh, is just taking pleasure in in murder and and killing and yes um i i really love the beginning because uh just what you're saying about like how it's very short in a short amount of time they set everything up and with like little dialogue too like you know the main guy um is Mm -hmm. has a pregnant wife at home so you're automatically like oh shit i'm rooting for this guy i want this guy to get home to his pregnant girlfriend like our wife (laughs) yes yes it's like they immediately cut from that opening scene with the big bad doing all that and him hurting that guy like right to the baby and the baby bump so they're like also in the filmmaking immediately saying like these are the two extremes that we're exploring here Mm -hmm. the extreme innocence and protection of life and like a person who completely disregards it (laughs) and you know and i also like that you know that something's at least for me though just I, I guess because i watched so many movies that like everything is going right in the first like 20 minutes for the cops and you're like mm-hmm. something is off like this is not <laughs> this is supposed to this be. is going well way too good for them uh mm-hmm. you know and you can just tell like there's like one like rookie guy that's like shaking and like you can just yes. tell they're in way over their heads um you know you find out that you know the lieutenant the, the older lieutenant guy he's like no one knows we're here you find out eventually like or like when shit starts going south they're like let's call for backup and he's like yeah we're on our own and you're like oh shit <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like this is this is gonna this is a suicide mission essentially so um yeah all, right. all the setup is is great and i think that's what i noticed this time around you know on top of all the action and and the and the kills and everything is just how well they set up it's all set up and payoff. It's all set up and payoff. Like you, you have to mm-hmm. set up the cops doing well. And then when shit goes sideways, you're like, oh damn, like I knew this was coming, but it goes real sideways real fast. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it does. you know, there's people getting sniped. Uh, there's like, you know, just immediate, like the, the gang style execution of the two cops in the truck, like that are just sitting yes. there talking about sports. Like it's just, it's so brutal. It, it's so yep. brutal and uh, and visceral. Uh, like one guy that like goes to the window to try and look, and they're like, "No!" Just again executed. Like it, yep. it's it, yep. it all happens so fast that you really you know you have to get your bearings with the cops that are trying to get their bearings, you know, and get some moment of uh, like breath to think about what they're yes. going to do. So I really love that you're just you're thrown into it. You're thrown into it like real fast. So it really also imparts to you that like these thugs have a plan. The reason that the cops never go into this building is cuz they are really good at keeping them out. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it it shows you how well thought through and how good their triage for anybody getting into the building is. Yeah. They assemble better than any Avengers ever and there's like the intercom system <laughs> and fucking cameras everywhere. 
the it's spires, kind of amazing spires, how yeah. Yeah, yeah all the kids mm-hmm. the kids in this movie that are like yo police oh man yep. so good yeah we'll get to that uh, i'll just want I'll, I'll get through these little very small nitpicks because like like i said yes. this is like near like flawless movie but uh mm-hmm. you know so i guess like one i had was like when they're barricading the door and there's like all these people outside. I'm always like wondering like why they don't just shoot through the furniture like right away. Like they kind of like wait and mm-hmm. you just hear like noise of them trying to like break the door down. And I'm like, I mean, you could just like shoot through the door. <laughs> like, uh, but I get it. You you need mm-hmm. a moment for you need the cops to have one moment of to think because like otherwise it'd just be like too too much. Um, and totally. then uh like aside from the story just being like very bare bones which again i don't mind uh i just i did notice like one there was one scene at the at the very end where it's like a very close close up uh of uh someone choking someone else and then like punching them and it's like clearly miss misses him and you know it's just (laughs) (laughs) on some like wwe and i was like oh man but that again those are like the only two spots where i was like okay that i'll those two things like I just that's because I'm watching it for like this the third time now um but you know other than that mm-hmm. uh I can't wait to talk more about the action and stuff in more detail yes yeah yeah it's like uh you know as we try to break down like what our favorite stunt and kill is it's with this movie it's nearly impossible <sighs> because every moment Sophie's is choice. a stunt every moment is a kill yeah, yeah exactly too many good kills too many good stunts and I yeah. guess like that's what's amazing about the fighting is there's only like one time you can make them. They can they're doing the craziest shit in this movie and there's only one time we can make them because yep. they've really seamlessly choreographed like the camera with the action. And I think something I love about this movie is that sometimes they'll work into the choreography being interrupted in an attack. So like, you know, one of them will be swinging when someone kind of like yanks them backwards and it's like, Mm. you can't see that coming because you're used to watching a certain way of fighting where like it's two people going back and forth and like the henchmen patiently wait for their turn. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, and I love that. In yeah. this, it's like they'll just switch partners and they seamlessly fly around the room fighting like four guys at once. And it's even though obviously I know it's like not believable, it looks so believable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know, it's fa- it's like a wrestling in a way where it's like, you know, they have to sell all these punches and stuff, but just like at a much more extreme level, uh, <laughs> because, yeah, like oh, you said, then, like, yes, we're, uh, you know, like, yeah, I noticed that, too, where like the guy's jumping and then you see another guy grab him in midair and like slam him to the ground. And it's like, holy shit. So like, how did they do that? <laughs> um, yeah. And to think of that, right, yeah, like to exactly. innovate that kind of style of fighting because then we see it immediately get picked up in John Wick. Like mm. it's part of why John yeah. Wick is so good is definitely lifting off of really being smart about how someone's supposedly going to fight multiple assailants. Yeah. But I do love that this one is more uh, claustrophobic and more hand to hand fighting than like John Oof. John Wick. I, I've heard it referred to as gun fu. And that's why I think of with John Wick now is it's gun fu. It is. Yeah, it's pretty gunny. It's yeah, very but, gunny. And this one has some gun stuff. But yeah, I would say like 75 percent is like 
hand to hand, which I'm completely fine with. Ugh. I actually prefer that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about, yeah. you know, the filmmaking and the performances uh, just a little bit here. You know, this is directed by Gareth Evans, who also did The Raid 2, the sequel. He's worked with these guys before, uh, came up with these guys like in Indonesia. And he also worked on VHS 2. Mm-hmm. He's working on this uh, Gangs of London show, which I hear is great. I haven't seen it. Um, but it's another, you know, action show and he just, he gets it, you know, they, you you can tell that these guys have a chemistry together and have, uh, have a rapport that, you know, he's going to, he's going to film it in a way that makes them look good. And they're going to, you know, fight in a way that helps him film it as well. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like you said, like the, the blocking and the choreography is just like insane, uh, everyone is like fully committed and, and you can see that in the stunt mm-hmm. work and, and the hits and everything like that. Uh, the score, I did not know before, but uh, you know, going into special features, fucking Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park did the score <laughs> for this movie. Get out. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And, uh, Amazing. And he's on, he's all over the special features, like just uh, talking about how they approached him. And, you know, the, I guess the music supervisor was like, listening to a remix of like something Mike Shinoda did like while he was doing the movie and was like, this actually fits really good. Like, let me try and hit up Mike Shinoda, see if he would do a movie. Cause he's never done a movie score before. And this was his first one. Mm-hmm. And I think he nails it. It's wow. like, it's the perfect, like I, I love Lincoln park. I know it's like, you know, fun to hate on them, but I'll stand by those early Lincoln park projects. Like I think they're, they're Fuck yeah. experimental and fun. And like, they blend what I like rap and, and rock too. So they blend yes. both of those elements in a way that I Same. can take, you know, that's like, um, you know, metal, new metal, whatever you want to call it. But like, you know, it's got all these industrial elements and these like uh, really off kilter yeah. instruments and stuff like that. And uh, so, I, yeah, I, I, I really am a fan of those. And he, you know, his stuff with Fort Minor and all his like instrumental stuff, like he, he just has this very different, unique sound and style that, just fits perfect here like you know it's not your average score um you know which he talked about doing it's like very electronic they stayed away from you know um traditional guitar and piano and stuff that you would normally hear in these type of like action movies um because they Mm -hmm. wanted this is such a different flavor of action that they wanted the score to kind of match that and I, i think you know it's well done and um yeah last thing i would say is that again the the setting just delivers so much um you know because you know it's a lower budget film and so i'm sure that you they reuse the same set of the floors and just repainted the doors and it's like the other numbers you know different different numbers but it's (laughs) you know who cares like it's it's just it works and so uh, they 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 get the most of it like you know the scene where they go from floor to floor i love like they they do different things like are they going the walls like they make the most of the space um, in a way that I was reminded of like Judge Dredd, um, you know, the mm-hmm. remake, not the, the not so much the original, but yeah, Dredd, the remake, <laughs> uh, where it's the same thing right. of going, he has to go through every floor or uh, Assault on Precinct 13, which uh, Gareth Evans oh, so noted as a uh, influence of this film. Uh, so yeah, those are those are some of the, my nice. big takeaways. What about you? 
Same, same. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, for this being a low budget film, they are able to do so much. The The color correction is something I'm incredibly impressed with. They figure out a way to light this interior and to capture all of this action under that light, but then still portray something so grimy and gritty and with the right shadows. Like, it's incredibly impressive that this doesn't look like a weird TV movie because it has every right to. Right. You know what I mean? I can't. I'm like so impressed by how as a filmmaker, he's just able to get them so clean. You know, it's like we did the IP man uh, French we talked about. Yeah, and man. It's a specific. Yeah. Ipman is how I like to pronounce it because I feel <laughs> like too. that sounds pretty funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was like, just I'm just going to do it. But when we were, you know, uh, watching that and thinking about the specific filmmaking, mm. it's just so amazing to see like a younger person just have that eye and be able to capture it so well without needing you know, anything more than like what they have, because they really do make the most of it. And it's it's just so impressive that this is something they all kind of cook up together in a way. Yeah, it's that's a that's a good point with the with the um the color correction because it is kind of this like bluish, you know, uh green like hint to it, tint to it. Yeah, a little haze. Yeah, where it's like I I like that too because it's like there's no sunlight, there's no you know, <laughs> hope for these guys. It's like no. they're in this like no. ugly building, like trap house, uh, and they have to like fight their way out. And it's just like gross and run down. And it, yeah, the look of the film kind of like complements that too, where it's like this is not a place you would want to find yourself in. <laughs> like no. this is no. this is literally walking into hell, and they have to like uh, go into the whatever seven layers of hell like but it's like 50 floors Dante's Inferno yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes uh so yeah it's it's you know it's awesome and while like the you know when they get to the the final boss fight I mean like it's just Mm. yeah it keep it keeps elevating it keeps escalating um literally and and I I love that um too about it because like yeah even like the cops die the the some of my like most let's get into the uh the stunts and and set pieces here but like some of my my let me say uh wait yeah go ahead let me say one more thing because to your point about the sound and the music they do such a good job of like appropriately uh uh, correlating that to the rises and falls they never like cheat and give away what's about to happen but they are sort of like you better be paying attention and (laughs) i i love that because as things start coming around it it just makes you feel more immersed and it's just it's amazing that they again with a very low budget could prioritize something like sound sound makes and breaks shit so the fact that they mm-hmm. just nail that here too is incredibly impressive um yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect segue honestly to what what I was going to start bringing up because you know a silent silent movies they still have music in it you know what i mean like it's just no dialogue so you but you they they would still mm-hmm. be scored and like with orchestras and stuff like that during the movie and so the music in here is like probably the biggest character with the most lines and the most you know what i mean because of that what you're saying and so, so good when i was thinking of my favorite stunts you know i honestly the the stuff that sticks with me is more the intense quieter moments that build to you know huge fights um in a way if that makes yes. sense so the ones that i mm-hmm. the ones that i chose it was a tie like there's so many you could choose honestly from this movie too but so true. um 
yeah. I had the uh, the machete through the wall where it's like, again, it reminded me of the Matrix when they're stuck in the wall with the SWAT team going after them. And but in this Fuck one, yeah. they ramp it up even more where they have like the leader of the machete gang just stabbing the wall like and you're just and, and you see them kind of squirming <laughs> backwards, like trying to avoid the because <laughs> it's an overhead shot, yes. uh, which it's amazing. Yep. And then it all ends with, you know, the machete going through uh going through his cheek uh Eko's cheek and him not yep. ha- he can't say he can't make a sound and uh he has to like wipe the blood off and when he pulls it out uh which is again yes. sus- excellent suspense and 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 like with the score and then um similarly the shootout in the atrium where they're first trying to break the door down and the guy you know shoots the- it's all very dark and then when he shoots the mm-hmm. shotgun through the door it lights up where they are and then you see the four gunmen waiting on top of them and he gives away basically by doing that he gives away their location and it just leads to like this slaughter of all these cops and it's like um like those two scenes are probably like the most you know memorable scenes for me when i think about it which you know which is like that's the the what i can say the the best about it you know what i mean is that they when i think about this movie those are like the two just tense like uh scenes that, that come to mind but what about you what are, what are some of your favorite stunts uh well i think <laughs> you know it's so hard because there's so many things in here that are like really surprising stunts you yeah. know there are like stunts that they do with their own bodies there are stunts that they do with uh objects you know shit they blow up and and f- uh, throw at people and yep. stuff like that too and so it's just it, it there's too many to choose many. from here we could do a but whole I, episode <laughs> just counting down our favorite stunts for for, for an hour yes <laughs> yes yeah so i feel like what i have to choose is uh it's also technically a kill but when he's fighting somebody in the hallway and he Mm -hmm. sort of jumps backwards through the door frame and then jabs the guy's like neck right on the bottom of the shattered door yeah essentially you know like slitting his throat via door (laughs) i think that's the best stunt he he just flies back it's like a move i'm like what even is that move i have to i rewind it every time (laughs) yes yes it's like you said it actually is is probably yeah. pretty influenced by a little bit of wrestling I think so, to just yeah. spice it the fuck up and oh man that's got to be my favorite i think of that every time and you have like you know i was thinking of two other like kind of aerial stunts like that that you could probably fit into this kind of category when he 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 tackles that guy out of the window to go like six floors so down dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, which is like uh you know just insane that he does that but it, it ends up like really helping him and you know again you could question the logic you know same thing with ambulance it's like you do really go to these movies for that uh and then uh, uh the the other one i was nope. thinking of is when the guy i think he kicks him or he maybe throws him uh like um down the stairwell and he lands on his back on the railing and oh. like kind of gets crunched yes. like his back just gets crunched in there. uh so those are two it's other awesome. like studs where i was just like fuck man like I know that they cheated like it because so, obviously you can't, you know, throw a guy like that and have his back break. But like still, those are uh, <laughs> right. like, other, uh, you know, aerial stunts that really impressive. So what about uh, what about your, your favorite kill? What, what kill uh, stood out to you? I mean, for me, 
it has to be the uh, killing the big bads, like number one henchman, the guy that's like, I like to kill dudes with my bare hands. Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. With the, uh, when they the uh, use the light bulb. Yeah. 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 When they jab that in there. I mean, first off, when they jab it in there and then he still fights for like a minute longer he continues to kick their yes. ass with that thing sticking out of final his neck boss, and then they rip shit. it across it's not gonna be that easy yep. it's not so gonna be. good and i i so was good. i was kind of looking too because i thought that uh there was blood coming out of the light too and there if you look at it closely there it is, is like yeah there's blood yeah. just yeah. just shooting out i was like man that's again such a little detail that so awesome. just sells that uh that effect um and yeah that's that's a really good one i'm glad you brought that one up too because that's that's i think there was there was something similar in uh the night comes for us in that final battle scene i want to say for I don't sure know, i don't know if it was a light fixture but i forget there was some prop that he jams it to his neck and he continues fighting oh, or something yeah. like that um yeah my yeah. favorite fight you you uh you pretty much already brought it up but i that i had that as my favorite kill uh was the uh the door frame one because it's it, like you said it's just oh shit you uh the <laughs> sound it makes the the fact that it's like a I, I always love things that you've never seen in an action movie. And I can just confidently say I've never seen a guy die by getting stabbed <laughs> by a door, like a wooden door. <laughs> no. And the way that you, nope. like you said it, that it just, he drops him into it. Like, it's just, it's like kind of a horror, like kill. It's, it's so brutal. And you know, the, I, I think why really I kind of like their style of, I mean, we, we said he did VHS too. Um, why I like their style so much is that, it kind of does verge into converge into horror in some of these kills and some of the like because if you have a weak stomach like these this isn't like <laughs> your this isn't your dad's action movie we'll say that it's not your <laughs> no <laughs> this is no. a whole whole new era of action and um yeah I, lo- I love it and so um that would that would be my favorite kill yes yes that's such a good one too it it, it, it was so hard to choose because so it's like hard. you said you know so, so many of the kills are stunts and everything is is uh you know like you've never seen before it's too hard to choose <laughs> yeah you could you could talk i mean i love the machete fight in the hallway too i, I love that fight Fuck like yeah. you, we could honestly choose like your favorite fights the the fight in the kind of the um what it, like the, the the room with all the lights in it like the kind of the disco room and they they kind of play that yes. like that like techno music on top of it like it's again yep. mike shinoda so shout out to mike shinoda by uh he talked about like that was his idea that once he saw the set and that it was kind of like more of a, a club setting like that looked different from the rest of the movies like should we do like a dance track to this and like <laughs> and it fits yeah. perfect so I, I love that that's so too. good yeah but yeah oh yeah 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 what other special features do you got before we have to skedaddle out of yeah. here um so yeah just a couple we got uh you know the guns are airsoft and not actual guns so they're all added with you know digital effects <laughs> which is Wow. Again, insane. And, you know, I think that's going to be the way, you know, moving forward, you know, because, you know, as like with the Alec Baldwin thing and all that, it's it's, you know, there's no reason why Not worth th- that should be still happening. You know what I mean? Like this. It looks great in here. They Absolutely. look the, effect, the gun effects. You could not you can't tell the difference. So, yeah, never know. Um, the actor, every actor who played a SWAT team member went through a training program with the Indonesian Navy Special Ops to study the techniques used in weapons and, and like the hand signals, like whenever they're doing the, you know, call outs and to, to not talk. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I wow. thought that was a cool one. 
Um, the martial <laughs> art, the main martial art used in this movie is called Pen Pencak Salat, Pencak Salat, uh, the indigenous okay. fighting style of Indonesia. Um, Sick. So ma- ma- mainly uh, done by the the big the big bad, like you said, Yayan Ruhian, who uh, played the mm-hmm. mad mad dog character. Um, and I guess he was also like in the uh, he trained in with Indonesian security forces or secret service. <laughs> Damn, um, in the, that's so cool. Yeah. So all that's why the action looks so good. It's like it's very, very accurate to what, you know, what it would be like. Um, yeah. Gareth Evans originally wanted this to be kind of an action drama set in a prison, um, a la, you know, Assault on Precinct 13. But because the budget right. was so small, he had to do it in a, a one building, you know, action film. He had to make that instead. Um, but uh, we have nailed we'll, it. We'll do the raid sequel at some point. It's it's going it's going to happen. Uh, but in the sequel, Absolutely. Uh, just a preview of that. He got his wish of doing more of a prison uh, drama in that. So. It actually yes, out. as he deserved. Yeah, <laughs> right, he's earned it. Right, uh, he definitely earned it with this one. Yeah. Um. All right. A couple quick ones here. The original title Serbuan Mwat means death raid in English. Uh. So I think that's a cool title too. Death raid <laughs> rather than the raid. Much better. Yeah. 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 That's um, pretty dope. The total body count is 121, which seems low to me, but I guess, you know, I don't know. It's true. <laughs> I guess you could I guess yeah. I could see it because it's like a couple a couple gang uh, you know, groups and then the cops. So yeah, I guess 121. Yeah. Um That's true. That's and very, awesome, very though. close that close baller. combat. So that's that's another thing to take into account. Um and then uh yeah, there are some other martial arts styles used and fused together. Um, the, though the main protagonist uses the one style that we talked about before, there are many others, including judo, taekwondo, karate, and various others. Um, and then WWE. Yep. (laughs) There you go. WWF. (laughs) Yep. And then, uh, there's a Wilhelm screen. uh, scream during the first shootout when a gangster is thrown out of the window, which I always think is fun. I always love a good Wilhelm. So good. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, what a what a what an entry. What an entry <laughs> this movie is. It's it fits right in. It's with it's a big leaguer as it deserves to be, and I'm so glad we did it. The Raid yes. Redemption. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Classic. Fuck yeah. Modern classic. Yeah, let's just get our, our plugs in and we'll get out of here. And yeah. yeah, where can the people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at rampage underscore misfit. Uh, my movie page is at uh, misfit underscore minded on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, on Instagram, uh, Action Movie Buffs, you can follow us on there as well. Yes, yes. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Channy B Movies. And if you came late to this live show, you can find this episode of Movie Buffs this Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher Podcasts. And if you really love streaming content, later tonight I'll be doing Stream Queens and I'll be reviewing the new Netflix movie, Choose or Die. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you know how what I think, but yeah. I, I can't get started on that. Okay. Yeah, not yet, not yet. <laughs> I'll get I'll get I'll get way too lost. Yeah, yep. I'll get way too lost talking about that shit. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Thanks for listening. Be sure to catch us next time on another edition of Movie Buffs. Mm-hmm.